0: Hey everybody, welcome to Trek to the Holodeck. I'm Darius. I'm Jan. And I am Dylan. On Trek to the Holodeck, we're doing the hard work of definitively ranking every single Holodeck episode ever. Every Star Trek episode featuring the Holodeck.
1: Ever created. And uh, we judge these episodes on six different criteria. The dialogue, the romance, the action, the suspense, the campy campiness, and the stakes of the episode. Yeah, and you you
2: might be uh, asking yourself what qualifies as a holodeck episode because we had to ask ourselves that question when we first started the <laughs> podcast. What qualifies a start uh, a holodeck episode? We decided it's any episode featuring the holodeck. Literally any episode. If they step into the holodeck and step out, we're going to do it. It counts. We're going to watch yep. it. <laughs> if they spend the whole episode in the holodeck, we're going to do it. And I think I'm going to say right now, even if they just show the holodeck on like the view screen, (laughs) it's happening. We're doing it. (laughs) Oh my God. We're being thorough. (laughs) Uh,
0: This week's episode is 163 of Voyager, author, author. It's season seven, episode 19. If you want to watch along with us or before you continue the rest of this podcast, it came out on April 18th of 2001. So it's old. Hell yeah. 19 years old.
1: So, buckle up, space buckaroos, and join us on our trek to the holiday. I
0: believe these simulations can be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengaged the safety protocols. I don't think even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate.
2: Progress, Play, enter. I'm always going to do a weird like that. No, I love
0: it. It's a ghosty Real ghosty.
1: Oh. I'm the ghost of this podcast. I yeah, you're the, you're the podca- podcast How's a ghost Everybody Dylan's
2: our ghost. Yeah. A ghost. <laughs> oh boy. Cool.
0: So, as tradition dictates, I'm just going to open up with some credits because every show starts with some credits. Yeah, mm-hmm. let's do it. Just, uh, this one's written by Phyllis Strong, Mike Sussman, and the story was by Brennan Braga. I, I refuse to learn <laughs> BB's actual pronunciation. <laughs> just call him BB from gonna, now really? on. Just, just sit, call, call him BB. BB. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it was directed by David Livingston, who is the current title holder for most episodes of Star Trek ever. Directed. Sixty two.
1: Do you think they gave him a
0: trophy? Uh they, they gave him something. something. They gave him something. He, he's yeah. probably
1: got like twenty Emmys, so
0: Yeah. But well, Johnny Frakes though is is I think That's making around yeah, for yeah, it. yeah He's right. done so many of Discovery and yeah, Picard yeah. and all that.
2: Those haven't but won but Emmys In terms of, of
0: like raw hours of Star Trek content directed, I think David Link- Livingston has the record now. Sixty two hours. Sixty two.
2: That's what it was.
0: Sixty two. Yeah. yeah. And he did twenty eight of Voyager,
2: which is like more
0: than a full season. Wow. So he knew his way around uh, Intrepid class starship <laughs> <laughs> The music was Jay Chataway Our boy Chatty uh, our,
2: our boy ba- Jay our boy.
0: <laughs> I love that they bring him in I mean I know he does A lot of the episodes But like Especially for holodeck episodes He fucking crushes he it Always yeah.
1: we're, we're, we're gonna get so intimate With everyone who works behind the scenes of these shows We're gonna know All their fucking names
0: Yeah cause we're really We wanna be thorough About yeah. these holodeck episodes Exactly so We're, doing that. Hell we're yeah. doing that For the people And uh <laughs> Do we have any
2: guest stars in this episode?
0: That's a great question, Darius. We sure do. There are lots of guest stars, but I think that the two most notable ones uh, are Dwight Schultz of the A-Team and The Next Generation as Barkley, as usual. Our boy (laughs) Barkley. Barkley,
1: our boy (laughs) Barkley.
0: Because when the holodeck is involved, (laughs) Barkley is involved. He loves the holodeck so much and program so much that he literally fa- like he worked on a project to communicate with the hologram across the galaxy. Man, <laughs> uh, I like at this point in the Voyager series too that he's he's kind of a semi regular cast member. Oh yeah,
1: is he? Yeah, I've yeah. only uh, seen tw- it two times through, so I don't. quite Yeah, yeah, you've it.
2: seen like uh, the baseline too. Yeah. <laughs> Every time that they are communicating with Earth, once they can start to communicate with Earth. It, it's him and he's the reason why they can communicate with earth like yeah
1: so dang he's a perv and a real great scientist
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're often the same yeah the same. the
1: same it's true
0: <laughs> and uh richard hurd reprises his recurring role as admiral paris tom's dad uh, oh, who recently passed and i thought it was oh, it would be that's yeah, a bummer yeah. yeah robert duncan mcneil said there are some really nice things on twitter about it but yeah oh wow he was admiral paris
2: rest in peace man All right cool Shall we do yeah. a, a quick synopsis Yeah let's run on? through
1: the episode just so everyone knows what's going on Cool yeah. So
2: this episode kind of starts out I mean we get a quick little pre-credit thing with the doctor like like writing his Holodeck episode he does like his intro to the to his his Holodeck novel But then after the credits we find out the Voyager's in communication like has set up a communication link with the Alpha Quadrant and we find that they can only communicate for 11 minutes per day. Also, Barclay <laughs> decides to show them Earth. Well, now, it, it's,
0: it's because they have to bounce a tachyon off of a supernova. or Is someone, that what? Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, <laughs> yeah, obviously. It's, it has to be aligned
2: properly, but...
1: <laughs> are they, They're they super far away, right? Yeah. That's why they yeah. don't in have the delta have good quadrant. communication.
2: Yeah. They're okay. in an undiscovered delta quadrant. Gotcha. and I like to equate it with like when we went around the dark side of the moon like there's that amount of time that you just can't Yeah, but like do the anything. opposite of that like there's the only a certain amount it. of time that we can actually yeah 11 minutes
0: it's like just yeah as soon when, as soon as as this singularity aligns properly somehow I don't, I don't even know how that works yeah I also just as a side note love how whenever they have interference in the signal just like can you clear that up and just like <laughs> <laughs> but really like, cool knobs. Thanks. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Can you like what are they doing in that instance? Are they just like pointing the tachyon better?
1: <laughs> well, it's like whatever. When any, ever anyone presses buttons, if you watch a full episode and you just watch fingers press buttons, yeah, they're not pressing anything. Everybody's like, bullshit. Yeah, you look at it. You're, they're just like fingers going everywhere. You are like, Neth- what? What are they really doing? Right yeah.
2: now? But so what, after we find out the 11 minutes per day, uh, that prompts Neelix to create a lottery, um, and Neelix hands out all the, the chips and the doctor gets first. So he gets to talk to earth first and you're he's like, very who's the doctor going to talk to? And Paris says that at one point, he's like, well, who are you going to talk to? Kind of makes fun of him. You find out he's talking to a publisher. It's important to note that the doctor was a dick about it, too. He was. was He always seems
1: to be a dick
0: about it. (laughs) Everybody's, like, looking at their number, like, oh, that sucks. You'll have to wait a few weeks. And the doctor's
2: like, I'm number one, motherfucker. (laughs) I think his line is, I believe the line starts here. Here. God, what a prick. I love it. Paris
1: gets six, right? And and they're like, oh, Paris looks like you're gonna get to see your family in, like, a week or two or whatever. And then uh, Kim is like, I've got 162, so
2: yeah, um, 46, 46 okay. or whatever. Kim, Kim prefaces <laughs> the whole thing before they even draw numbers with like, "It's my mom's birthday, and this would be a great birthday present." Which he's basically priming the room to say, like, "If I don't get a good number, somebody needs to switch with me." He's priming like, the room, yeah,
0: starting the the Kim pity
2: party yeah. a little early, a little soon. And guess what? He doesn't get a good number. He gets like 138, no.
1: but. His pity party worked and Paris is a bro and is like, here you go, man. I'll trade Yeah, Paris is such a (laughs) bro. Yeah.
0: Also, like Paris' dad is on the
2: phone every time that they do this. Yeah, he gets
1: to see his dad all the time.
2: Yeah, it's like, whatever. So we find out the doctor has wrote this Holland novel called, we find out it's called Photons Be Free because (laughs) he's talking with Paris and Paris wants to check it out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. uh, So, yeah, he's checking it out and, God, this is so funny like when you're doing the program you are the doctor yeah, you yeah. You're, you're playing the role of the doctor so it starts off basically as the beginning of voyager where the emh turns on and it, uh, the shit's all fucked up and what do, do
2: you guys remember the name of the ship that he he names the ship like it's not voyager vortex. vortex vortex, vortex. vortex. Yeah. Oh, oh, God. voyeur
1: is what as what paris names it when he pranks him <laughs>
0: But something's weird about this program because well, first off, the first crew member that we recognize comes in and it's Chicote, but a Bajoran Chicote with a face tattoo, like but like a, on his cheek. A
1: shitty like <laughs> snake with flames or something. It's like a weird, like like motorcycle gang tattoo on his face. <laughs> the,
2: the doctor very obviously was like, Okay, well the Bajorans are, are like native people. And Chicote yeah. is a native person, so they got like the earring. I'll make him Bajoran. Like <laughs> <laughs> he went A to A point two. <laughs> oh he
0: didn't even go A to B. <laughs> and the second uh, second person
2: uh, <laughs> we see is Tom Paris's like look Tom uh, was it? Tom Marseille? Lieutenant Marseille. Marseille. Tom
1: Marseille. Yeah, Marseille. He's got a sick porno stash.
2: And it's hilarious because Paris looks at
0: him and he looks at Marseille, and everybody should know. Marseille has a mustache. And <laughs> that's the only distinguishing feature.
2: It's a
1: sick mustache like,
2: Tom is very telling in the way that he says it. He goes something along the long lines of nice mustache. He says mustache, <laughs> not I, mustache I did not mustache.
1: recognize him. <laughs> like in that two shot where they're like looking at each other, he looks at him and says, nice mustache. And I was like, and that's supposed to be him? It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't look like him. <laughs> like, at all.
0: <laughs> and here's, like, the, the key part. He's trying to determine, you know, the order of uh, patients to treat. He's mm-hmm. like, well, Marseille only has a concussion. I, I'm going to help this guy who's, like, d- going to die in five minutes if I don't do anything. Yeah. And Chakotay, I know we're getting really detailed here, but it's just <laughs> so fucking funny. Chakotay <laughs> says, I don't know who you think you are, hologram. <laughs> but I need this man on the bridge.
1: Everyone is such a fucking asshole. Like so exuberant, like just crazy asshole levels when he gets yeah. in there.
2: Yeah, and then uh, Janeway's, I can't. What was Janeway's character? Jenkins. Jane- Jenkins comes in. Captain Jenkins comes in, and basically is there a problem
0: here? goes through the same situation
2: <laughs> that Chakota just went through. And so, to, to remedy this situation, kills the guy that needs surgery. Just, just, just murders sure up, Takes a phaser and murders the guy that needs surgery <laughs> so that now Paris can help out Marseille. To, to be real, though, that is a Janeway move.
0: <laughs> Janeway would 100%. She would kill. Like she, it's,
2: it's only like one degree separated from real Janeway. And, that, and that's the crux of, of, of what's going on is Paris totally. comes away from this going, this could make us all look bad. And he has a line when he, because he kind of lets everybody know what Photons Be Free is all about.
1: Yeah, he tells
2: everyone. But Lana's kind of giving him shit because she's like, you just don't like the way you look. And he has the line of like, no, but you could see how people might think, they're not going to believe it, but you might think that it's based off of something. So that's really the crux of it.
1: This is my small bone to pick. It's very spot on. Like Visually, it looks exactly like Voyager but he didn't even care to change the fucking badges. Like it, yeah. like they're legit just Star Trek badges. Um, yeah. Uh, Starfleet badges. It's a
0: Starfleet sh- <laughs> ship. It's like very, <laughs> sure. very obvious. 100%. I mean, somebody calls him out. It's like, it's in the Delta quadrant. Like you didn't even change. Yeah. Like <laughs> how many Federation ships got lost in a Delta quadrant? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, so like the rest of the crew, like in succession tries out the, and I really like the way that the episode does it. Yeah. Like, Suddenly, like, you're, you're doing it as Balana and then, oh, in the next scene, like, it's pretty seamless.
2: You're doing it as Neelix, yeah. and then, like, as Janeway. But it does
1: the whole story arc, which is cool. So, it is yeah. the arc, but as everyone else, which is and fun. And
2: in true, true Voyager form, we don't see Kim go through it. Even though Kim has gone through no. it, we don't get to see Kim do it, because <laughs> yeah. Harry Kim, we don't need to see it. Wait, no, he goes in. I don't think we see him as, doing yeah, it. He, oh, no, he does. Yeah, he does. He does. Remember, he, he's a hypochondriac. He does and
1: he looks right at him and he's like, great, my character's a hypochondriac.
0: Because oh, he's complaining right, about, right, 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 there's probably right.
1: like hundreds and thousands of viruses that we've never seen before. And knowing me, I'm going to get half of them.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 But also,
2: that is kind of an accurate representation of what Kim is like. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it ends with, with uh, uh, Janeway finishing it at the end. And she calls the doctor in to her ready room to figure all this shit out.
0: Yeah. But, oh yeah, because like she's role playing as the, the doctor, as one does. And the Hollow novel ends with them decompiling yep. the doctor because yep. he's being too independent, yeah. And rebellious. Yep. Yeah. Pretty much. And so the Jenkins character is like. and and seven of nine who's not seven of nine it's like
1: three of six three of eight it's
0: three of eight is like a freedom fighter and like is secretly in love with the doctor (laughs) she she's like no no (laughs) has your you the character decompile and then the doctor is like this is what it feels like to be a hologram yep (laughs) and Janeway is like uh (laughs) okay (laughs) doctor
2: we need to talk
1: so they have the whole, like, press conference space. Not press conference, yeah. but, like, yeah.
2: That's the end of all the holodeck stuff. But that's just, like, a third of the episode. I know, yeah. And it's so much. It's not the end of it, though. There's yeah, yeah. more holodeck stuff. There's a little bit more. There's a little there's bit that, more. The one, one right. weird, right. uh, like, porny scene that Paris throws in there. You're right, right. <laughs> and then I'll count the very end because there's holograms at the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they they, like, all kind of talk to the doctor and like dude you can't do this and the doctor's like it's my art i'm gonna do it i don't care if anyone here Fuck cares off. about it or not like it was pissed off yeah, like, like, i don't care if i hurt your feelings i'll lose friends because this is about the struggle of the hologram like he's
1: really dying on this hill which is a a righteous yeah. hill to die on but at the same time when people do that i'm like hey just like get a grip my guy like just look <laughs> around you please <laughs>
0: Well, the, it's a, it's a wonderful thing about the doctor too, that even when he's right, it's so annoying. It's um, so like, there's this, there's this, so like they're talking about the hollow emitter. Cause one of those scenes in the hollow novel is B'Elanna has to put on the hollow emitter as the doctor Yeah, and it's this giant backpack. And she's like, this thing weighs like 60 pounds. Yeah. And so when they're doing the press conference, they're like, it's like, you didn't even get your hollow emitter, right? Like, that's crazy. Why did you, like, you don't have to walk around with 60 pounds on your back. Yeah. He's like, but it feels like that. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's actually pretty good storytelling. Yeah. But you're such a dick about it. And then there's, and
2: then Janeway's like, yeah, but you're trying to make it sound like it's a ball and chain. It's not like it, it frees you. And he's like, it doesn't feel like that sometimes. (laughs) sometimes it doesn't feel that way
0: which is fair that one actually
1: resonated with me when Janeway said uh it liberates you and like from his perspective watching her say that just felt kind of gross not gross but like it felt like an insult because like she was being very short-sighted I know that they're pissed because he basically shat on them for like you know eight hours however long that thing is but like she see, she just didn't see it his way at all and was like that liberates you bitch like we gave you the freedom to you know go do stuff yeah. so be She's grateful asshole Jenkins-y. yeah it's like it's really weird but yeah. to her
0: credit instead of phasering him after when he <laughs> says you know it feels that way sometimes she looks kind of she listens like, oh, she fuck, gets it i never yeah.
2: thought about that before yeah, yeah it was really great totally. and uh so he kind of walks out of the room all high and mighty and asshole like the doctor would. <laughs> and The thing that really turns him around, which I love because it (laughs) really encapsulates Neelix's character, is Neelix comes... Oh, wait. I think Neelix comes in after the whole holodeck thing with Paris and the fight. Uh, Yeah, which we should go over really quickly. Yeah. It's just that Paris modifies
0: Doctor's file. So, the Doctor's, like, doing some rewrites. Yeah. He's in there. And it's like... Please state the nature of your medical emergency. You're, you're playing the assistant
2: to the doctor. And the yeah. doctor's and like a, a gross, slimy asshole with like a weird <laughs> a like comb, comb. over. <laughs> and like, I I really love it. It's like, he plays this character so well. Dude, Robert, Bob Picardo fucking crushes, <laughs> so it, so crushes this character.
0: The, oh, he's like, so, and like, Three of... No, it's two of three at that point. Yeah. And the real doctor goes, two of three. And it's like, triplets. Uh, (laughs) he's
1: like... so gross. My favorite part of that whole sequence, though, is when he pulls out the scanner and physically the way he scans her is just like, "Uh, your bilateral clamps are out of alignment. (laughs) And like, (laughs) just like fucks off. It's so funny.
0: He's like... uh, And he's like... He whispers to, to, to Tom when he... or Not to Tom, to the real doctor... He's like Klingon aphrodisiac. It's uh, <laughs> on, 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 on. So gets all gross. fucking but basically, with basically yeah.
2: the whole point of it was uh, Tom Paris was trying to show the doctor that, like, yeah, that's not you. But can't you yeah. see how somebody might think it's based off of you if they didn't know like, yeah, who, who you were? Yeah. yeah. And then they have
1: a huge fight in the hallway. A huge they fight yelling yelling at Each other. The
2: doctor, all he cares about, rightfully, is liberation of. The holograms in the Alpha quad Quadrant because he may be lucky, but all of those ones aren't. And Tom, all he cares about is his his feelings. So like they they're just Classic two walls Tom. hitting each other. There's nothing going yeah. on there.
0: I also love that they're the two only crew members who can't have medical training. Yeah, and they're always in opposition. <laughs> yeah. Totally. There's that like arc in the first season where they have to work
2: together, and that's the beginning of their love hate.
0: Yeah. Totally.
2: And so that leads into what I think really encapsulates Neelix's character so well is Neelix yeah. comes in and like is trying to sell the doctor on trying to get his, his cookbook, cookbook published. But it's just a way for Neelix to get in and start talking to the doctor. And then the doctor kind of gets pissed off and then Neelix goes and uses some classic like reverse psychology on him and goes like, no, yeah. I actually really enjoyed your Nahal novel. I think it's great. But maybe there's a better way of going about it. Like Neelix yeah. is such a good like communicator. And these oh, things. Yes. He's an ambassador. He's yeah, natural. He, he
1: really it. is. His uh, his saying didn't make any sense to me. I get the point that he's saying like there's a third way and when I first <laughs> watched it I was like what the fuck is the third what's the third way and then he's like just make some modifications and I was like wait but isn't that just the second way like isn't that what they wanted in the first place? <laughs> no like, because
2: <laughs> because to the doctor and this is this is why Neelix is so great at being an ambassador and like communicating to the doctor and Neelix sees this it's either he pulls his hollow novel and he's not going to publish it because it's not what he wants.
1: It's just black and white. Or he
2: publishes it and he loses all of his friends. So in the doctor's minds, those are his two options. But Melix okay. shows him like, no, no, there's a third option, and this is kind of what people have just been saying is like modify the you program. You haven't been you
1: listening at all. Yeah, yeah.
2: You don't you don't have to like sacrifice your art to appease your friends. Like you can still get your point across. And have yeah. this be a a good hollow novel. Just make them not look like the people. Yeah, like
1: don't <laughs> make them the exact same people. It's fucking weird.
2: Yeah. So it,
0: it it's a reminder that the Doctor is still a hollow program in the first place, and yeah. it's like very basic programming that has blossomed and become very complex. But every time he starts something new, he starts it from the most basic way because that's what he's able to do. Yeah. So of course it's derivative. Of Of course, he can only like uses his friends as a template and doesn't really make that many changes. Yeah, I find it interesting
1: that like comparing him and Data, he's like Data with an attitude, like a huge Mm -hmm. attitude. And Data is just like basic like robots still learning shit. Yeah, but it's like they gave Data the sassiest of sass to communicate with people. It's like totally,
2: and they gave the basic part of Data over to seven of nine. And just was like, yeah. all right, you Seven, know. you get to be like the, she's basically a Data, but as like a Vulcan.
0: She's like if T'Pol and Data were melded into one. Totally. totally. Yeah. Even uh, though T'Pol happens later. Yeah. yeah. So
1: he goes, he he like comes up with the idea, I'll change it. Everyone like agrees on it. And then he goes to his publisher, who's just like a complete dickhead and is like, nah, bro, not going to do this. Like
2: Huge dick. And, yeah. and why is that? You have no rights. Yeah, it's a dick move because he, the publisher says he can have the time. Yeah. Like, he says, yeah, no, don't, no, no do go it. ahead. Go don't worry, it. do it. And so the doctor comes back and tells everybody, yeah, no, we're, we, it, it's handled. He's not going to publish it. And then Barkley comes to the Admiral and says, look, there's this hollow program that's been going around in the hollow suites. He's in the, the hollow hollow suite in the hollow sweet world. Yeah. <laughs> It's like on BitTorrent. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't paint our crew in a very good light. And so that's how they found out that this publisher doesn't see the doctor as a person and just decided to publish it anyways. Which is very ironic because the story is about how
0: he's his rights are being infringed upon. Totally. Which is, is I feel like the writers are very much taking a jab at studios or something in that sense. Like, you know, you're it's using the art, but you're not listening to the art.
2: Yeah. Totally. Uh, so
0: then this episode suddenly becomes a courtroom uh, drama uh, yeah. all of a sudden.
2: <laughs> yeah. So they have to decide whether... In which they can only do 11 minutes a day of arguments, <laughs> which is pretty great. It's like pretty awesome.
0: <laughs> I love like we just we just put up this hollow... I mean, excuse me, this communicator... Across the galaxy, (laughs) we have 11 minutes a day, and everybody's (laughs) just started talking to their family. And like, actually, we have to do a complicated legal battle.
1: (laughs) So, like, you know, people got put on hold. They're like, "You're three minutes. Absolutely, you got bumped. I'm sorry. We have to take this very complex legal matter."
0: (laughs) My father has like mortal cancer. He's going to die within the weeks. Like, sorry, but the doctor wrote a shitty book.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, the doctor wrote a shitty book and we have to decide whether or not it's it's his his or not. So, (laughs) sorry, you can't see your dying father. Yeah. My bad.
2: (laughs) Um, So, they go into the arbitration and they have an arbitrator, which does say something about Starfleet is they don't go to court. They go to an arbitrator. But well it's it's a military. It is the military, that makes sense. Yeah. They go to an arbitrator and they basically Tuvok is the, the lawyer, he's arguing for the doctor, and they get they they come down on the idea of okay, let's just show that the doctor's a person by having everybody give testimony on how he's doing these things that are very person like. And the big one is and it ends on Janeway's explanation of how he went against Janeway's orders to do something and the admiral is like well that doesn't sound very uh good commendable yeah, yeah Janeway's like, just like yeah it's not commendable but that's the point like a, a, a hologram would not have disobeyed my orders and he did he can think for himself he's a person and then like the the
0: it doesn't seem to be going well the doctor is like consulting with tuvok and tuvok's like maybe we should change our argument to like on a technicality, like he's being super Vulcan about yeah. it. Like logically we could maybe get him on this. He's and trying to win. Like, no, like
2: we kind of want him to be like, this is our friend. Yeah. We want him to be a person. Yeah. Yeah. That's his point. That's where they get the idea of like, okay, well, let's show him as a person and all these things he's done as a person. Yeah. 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 Um, It yeah. ends with the arbitrator saying like, and it's such a bullshit legal thing for an arbitrator to mm-hmm. do. Cause he's like, I'm not going to be the reason why all these people are pissed off that I gave, Holograms' rights. So, while I'm not, pre- he's like, while well, I'm not prepared to say that holograms have rights, I am prepared to say that the doctor is an artist under the definition of the law. It's like such a legal, leap, slimy bullshit way around. of getting around it. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's such, it's such a like a little bit of it, it reflects human history or U.S. history, especially of like yeah. very, very tiny, small bits of progress. Yeah. in terms of like civil yeah. rights. Totally. That overall over time turn into. Yeah. A big well, and then, uh, wave.
1: The last scene is like scene. all of his brothers, you know, mining and doing shit. And they like walks up. He's like, hey, you should check this shit out. It's pretty provocative, man. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're passing. They're all a bunch of Robert Picardos <laughs> yeah. working
2: in mines. It's and it like, basically he- is like handing the communist manifesto around. Yeah. In, yeah.
1: Pretty much. Yeah. Uh,
2: technically, I read somewhere that like
0: that happens four months after this episode, which means technically Voyager has already come back to... The Alpha Quadrant at that point, huh? Oh. Yeah, but wow. yeah, the, the I I I would hate to, to be the person running the mind that is full of
2: revolutionary EMH Mark EMHs. 1s. <laughs> and I think technically, I also think technically because we we um we did just do the episode where we see or maybe oh we didn't just do it. I just watched it, but I just watched the DS Nine episode where the um. Where his creator comes to DS9 and wants to make an uh, EMH out of uh, Bashir, and so that I think happens before this episode because he's making oh, the God. EMH Mark II and he wants Bashir to be the face of it. And this is when like a what hot the fuck, man. and this is when we find out that <laughs> Bashir is uh, genetically modified. I, Crazy episode. I, Crazy I fell asleep during episode. that episode.
1: I fell asleep what? through all of it and then just kept going. <laughs> So uh, there's another episode (laughs) later where all those three weird genetically enhanced people come back and are being weird. And I was like, what the fuck? Is he genetically enhanced? What did I miss? So it's
2: it's fascinating to me too, because like in that episode, you see EMH1 being like pissed off that he's getting replaced with EMH2. That's Bashir. So it's fascinating that like they're still using EMH1s as just like brunt force labor and not. Because like, they're so irritable. Yeah, I, I have a f- yeah, they- <laughs> theory that
0: it's because they're so fucking annoying. That they, not only were they gonna like n- replace the program, but keep the program and give it the shittiest job. <laughs> Just it's like I fucking hate these things. <laughs> they deserve the mines. <laughs> okay, well that takes us into the the
2: holodeck. The holodeck. Do you want? Do you have any trivia? This is the six hundredth episode of Star Trek ever, ever, ever aired ever yeah that's it's a lot of fucking like episodes 600 ish hours of Star Trek, so much star trek and there's they will
1: soon be in my brain that's the scarier like part hundred and it's like something hours if you think about it and you've watched all of these you know there's a a part of your brain that has just a bunch of useless knowledge
0: yeah Ooh, what are you talking about useless exactly well it's useless? not
1: useless but like there's a a spot in my brain that's like 600 hours yeah, Trek. it's like a Star
0: Trek section. Yeah, yeah, a Star Trek yeah. quarter of your brain. Yeah. I think
1: about it quite often.
0: Yeah. And you've watched it twice each, right?
1: Yeah, ex- yeah. I mean, the ones that I've really seen, it's six to seven times. Yeah, Just yeah, Voyager, yeah. I have only seen twice. Through,
2: so, um, <laughs> uh, the other another crazy piece of trivia: Robert Duncan McNeil becomes the second person to ever wear all three uniform colors. Whoa! And in this episode, and uh,
0: the the first person to do it was Robert Picardo himself because he had that. Uh, he he played a different he played Zimmerman, who is his creator, mm-hmm. the engineer, I think. Yeah. Who wears yellow. And he in that one episode he created the command EMH. You know, in case Jane dies, mm-hmm. then he gets four pips and he got to
2: wear the red in that one. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh Picardo got to keep the smoking jacket he wears in the intro and the outro. That's a fun little thing.
0: Yeah. I just imagine That's Robert red. Picardo walking around that smoking jacket all the time. <laughs> I started following him on Instagram I with their account, Trek to the Holodeck. And he's got that, like, he does like food pictures.
2: <laughs> he called himself
0: great. out on it. He he's, he's
2: he's sassed great. himself for it. He's sassed. Great. Yeah, he's great. So I think it's time to to peek into the Holodeck. Let's, now. Get, let's open those doors. Let's go into the archives. Yeah. yeah.
1: Accessing Starfleet Archives, USS Voyager, Mess Hall. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck.
0: Greetings, Tom Space, Pert Lewis. Hey, hello. what's up? Oh, you got... I have just had... hmm? Go ahead. Oh,
2: I was just going to say, you got got some of uh, Neelix's cooking. Neelix did a good job today.
0: Yes, I've become, over the last seven years, quite comfortable with his cooking. Delta Quadrant cuisine is now one of my favorites. I just wanted to say that I worked up quite an appetite.
1: Why? What were you you doing?
0: doing? Oh, I was trying out the doctor's new holo novel and oh. might i say i
2: played it all in one hollow sweet session God. Wow. how angering is it how wrong he got our people like come on oh yeah uh, he really screwed he, me he up. made me such an asshole like he made me to the point where i was i literally and i wasn't following the main story at this point i kind of went off and did my own thing but he made me to the point where i killed a person. Just to be liked by somebody else? Can you believe that?
1: That's pretty nuts, man. I was only in the, for you, Pert Lewis. I was only in the background of a couple scenes, um and I was looking for my cat. I was just kind of, I was kind of pissed because, like, I feel like I have more um, validity as a human being, you know, than just like the guy That's who not can't you. find his cat. That's not you, exactly. I I know where my cat is all the time.
0: I must say, uh, I was quite impressed with the way the doctor depicted me. What do you mean? It was effectively a one-to-one representation.
1: I think you're the only person on the ship who thinks that he got it right. You
2: sure he didn't like give you a weird like goatee like he did Tuvok? Yeah. No, absolutely. Tuvok. I didn't see Tuvok in the program. Oh no, he gave Tuvok this ridiculous goatee.
0: Oh, are you talking about Tuvok? That's not based on Tuvok, is it? Yes. Yeah. Wait. And did you not give Marseille is Paris? Yeah. Marseille is no. Marseille has a mustache. He's nothing like Tom Paris.
1: You need to reevaluate. The
0: next thing you're going to tell me is that Jenkins is Janeway. Yes, that's Jenkins is Janeway.
1: Exactly what well, we no, were going to No, Janeway tell you. has
0: red hair. Jenkins has black hair. No, and Kimbo is Harry Kim. The Trill? Yeah, okay. that's Harry Ye- Kim.
1: This is a lost cause. I, this is a I'm lost cause. I'm going to have cause. to try
0: this new, this holodeck program again. Yeah,
1: you're going to have to do it again. Did you guys, uh, just, you know, diverting a little bit. Did you guys get your your uh, time to talk to your your friends and fam over the?
2: Yeah, the mine's thing? gonna be in a couple months, but I I think I'm gonna forego calling my family and just uh, and like call Admiral Paris or something like that.
1: Oh, very cool.
2: I'm ninety fifth in line.
1: Well, I just went. Oh, you had yours. Yeah, I was really excited to call my brother because um, I hadn't seen him in a while, but they got the number wrong, and at first I was really mad and I the guy who picked up picked up was this dude who owns like a <clears throat> a pet store that uh only serves like rats and stuff. And at first I was kinda mad, but then I started talking to him and pretty cool guy. He's had a wild life. Like he lived in the sewers of New York for a while. And uh, and then he decided to open up this shop. Um I got his I kept his number though just in case I wanted to call him again if I'm feeling lonely or
0: anything. So if you wish, I can give you my lottery position so you can contact them sooner
1: oh i mean would you do that i, I mean like i don't need to call him again but i kind of it just
2: sounds like a fascinating story wouldn't you want to call your brother though to let him know what happened
1: oh i mean yeah but like he's just family this guy he kind of he hit a note with me a little bit no i should probably call my brother yeah no i should probably do that i should probably get my brother you keep it i don't need to... it's fine you keep it
2: I'll keep it. Thank you, though. I appreciate it. Yeah. Of course. Hey, just keep it. Uh, I got a question for you guys, because this is something that's been uh, weighing on my mind for the last uh, couple of days. Uh-huh. Um, did any of you get asked to go in and vouch for the doctor's personhood during the arbitration?
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You both got asked? Yeah, yes. Personally, actually. Mine was in the discovery phase, so it was just documents. But yes, I, I gave quite a long explanation of the doctor yeah. and
2: how, how human he is. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Why, why wasn't I asked to come in? I'm around the doctor all the time. I have to fix everything that's going on in the medical bay. That is my position in engineering. I go to the medical bay. Me and the doctor have great conversations. This one time, the doctor pulled a chair out for me while I was working and let me sit down. Like that's what I would have – I would have gone into so much detail about how much of a person the doctor actually is. No that's one else it. has ever pulled a, have you ever pulled a chair out for me? Huh? Per- yeah. No. I pulled chair out, chairs out for people. The doctor's more of a human than you are. I mean... What?
1: I don't know. I feel like pulling a chair out for somebody is just basic the decency. He took care of my cat. That's like more See? human decency than... That's what I told them. But I'm just saying like if you went in there and said they pulled a chair out for... You know, he pulled a chair out for me. That's a little... Well,
2: that's not the only thing I was going to say. I mean, I had like a whole... like, Granted, like my speech was 11 minutes long and we only have 11 minutes a day to do these arbitrations, but it was a good speech. It made a lot of sense. Did you? If you would like, uh, you could
0: perform it for us. Yeah, we could pretend to be the arbitration team.
2: <sighs> maybe next. Maybe next week.
0: You
1: know what? I think I what? Did you practice in the infirmary? Were you practicing your speech in front of him? Yeah, because he might have seen it. That might have been. He might have seen it and been like, "It's not a good one." You know, no, use. I don't
2: see that. I don't see that happening. The doctor and me are like tight. We're real close, you know. I'm like, just saying. Sometimes me and the doctor we are all right. friends.
0: Okay. Oh, here he is. He's actually walking into the. Oh.
2: Hey, um, doc. No, you know what, guys? Just maybe don't. Maybe don't talk to him right now. Like hey, I don't he, kn- know. he no.
0: nodded. He nodded to me, and he waved to pert and he kind of yeah. gave, yeah. We gave have you the side guy. secret
2: like we have our own secret handshake that you guys didn't see that we kind of just did for each other uh, so don't worry hmm. about it okay like just and don't I usually don't miss those details No, yeah. t- you know what Tuvok you missed the fact that it's not Tuvok uh, yeah. you know what Lopec that you miss the, the fact that Tuvok and, and all the characters were actual people okay like come on
0: well holograms are people that's the whole point of the Hollow Novel. You know what we should do, guys? Yeah. You know what would be a really good idea? We should
1: take Lopec's thing and we should call Jerry Pyro, the guy that I, the rat guy. I think you guys would really like it. I think it would be a good group, uh, group thing to get us on the same page again so we're not mad at each other.
0: Good point. We'll use my – We'll use. <laughs> but that's a great idea.
2: It's a great idea.
0: Cool. I'm going to go get some more Neelix's cooking. I will be back. I will schedule a session with seven of nine so that we can talk to Jerry again.
1: I'm gonna keep working on my space letter to Jerry. So, what do we think of the holodeck content, gentlemen? It's good.
0: It's good. I think it's so fucking funny. It is it's so funny. Yeah, it's
1: uh, it, all the holodeck stuff is really funny. I honestly, I've yet to watch one that I've been like really, really serious about. There's, like, a couple DS9 episodes where there's, like, some serious stuff, but it's not holodeck stuff. Like, there's some weird Cisco brain stuff that's, like, really serious, which I think is debatable. We might want to do that episode as, like, an addendum. Um, Anyway, like, there's very few holodeck episodes that are not funny to
2: me or fun. The first thing that really jumps out with the fun of this holodeck is how are they going to change all the main characters to, like, make them... Different, right? And so we kind of talked about it. It's like, uh, Chakotay becomes Bajoran and he's got a bad face tattoo. Uh, jane Janeway becomes Jenkins and she's just like ruthless. Tom Perry's got black hair instead of yeah, black yeah. hair instead of red hair. Yeah. Harry Kim's but a trill. Harry Kim's has a has trill. Spots. Yeah, he's uh, got the the trill spots. <laughs> Marseille has a mustache. Paris has a mustache. Bellana is human, not half Klingon. Klingon. And she just has like a it's a weird haircut. Can I just she's say like... like 80s. She's got yeah. like a weird haircut. <laughs> a weird one. Uh, who else? Are, oh, who are, uh, Tuvok. Oh, oh, God. Tuvok, Tuvok has a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a Mirror Universe yeah. version. And the goatee that Tuvok has as Tulok <laughs> in this episode... It made me have to, like, do a double take on him because I was like, did uh, did he make him uh, Klingon? No, nope. because the, the the mustache looked very it was very
1: Yeah, it was very Klingon-y mustache. It, it's like
2: it, when you're
0: doing a character generator in a video game and you put on a facial hair and, like, you know that it's not meant for that skin tone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's not. It's like, okay, you gave it as an option. Maybe you but shouldn't I don't, have done that. This, yeah. you know, maybe it <laughs> doesn't work on this. It's like that's what I just imagined a doctor for hours just doing that to his friends just <laughs> using the face generator just swiping his hand just like no yeah no. like no. giving him scars no. and stuff changing <laughs> the eye color <laughs> different haircuts
1: that's uh, incredible one of my favorite uh parts of the Holodeck stuff is right at the beginning when Tom when uh Paris comes in uh the doctor does the whole intro and he's like he turns the computer he's like how long is the intro and it's like eight minutes and 40 seconds or whatever and he's like okay fuck this like please god skip to the first chapter and i read that i was like this is me reading a novel like i i open a book i read the first few (laughs) few pages of the intro and then i skip to see how long the intro is and i'm like all right i think i'm just gonna get to it
2: and it's such the doctor to have that long of like an an introduction of like thanking all these people and all yeah. that stuff. Not a great start. <laughs> yeah, no. And God, the doctor is so insufferable in how he portrays his role in this Holland novel. And yes, we've talked kind of briefly about like, he's right. Like a lot of the time, like he did a really good job of writing this, but it's just so insufferable. And
0: and it, and it a very cute thing about it is that when all his friends play as the doctor in the hollow novel, when people treat them like shit, they come to bat for the doctor, not just themselves, but for the doctor. They're like, no, like, uh, like for example, in the Neelix six, uh, sequence, yeah, when Jenkins is like, You've gone too far this time, <laughs> hologram. Trying to get all sexy and stuff. Yeah, and Nila is like, "Oh, sexuality. Actually, it's really important for you know helping advance my ability to be more like a human." And yeah. she's like, "You're a hologram, you piece of shit."
1: I think that's what the <laughs> I think that's what the holo novel. It's short sighted in that I don't think like the doctor expected the people playing it to be like woke. W- yeah, a little woke because everyone in it is like. Why is everyone being such an asshole to this person? Like like what the fuck is going on? So when they come out of it they're rightfully just like, "Yo, what the fuck, man? Like, I was sticking up for you the whole time these people were being assholes."
2: But I also think I also think that's part of the uh, I get its I the point. Maybe genius of it because it's like you come away from it being like, "Yeah, no, I I treat these I treat holograms fine." Like but why are I'm people one being of an assholes? The good ones? <laughs> and, and it's shitty it's shitty because because you come ones. away from it going like i'm one of the good ones but then you can also have the people who go like well no why are you treating me so shitty i'm a person i'm a person i'm a person you know yeah so
1: i think that i think it was kind of a bummer that there wasn't that one uh character that played that role of like why are you being such an asshole? Like I'm a person. Like I deserve respect. But they're an asshole
2: outside of the holodeck. Yeah, and I think yeah. that that maybe suffers that 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 happens maybe because we're so deep into Voyager at this point. Like it's the last season of Voyager. We're like five episodes from the end of Voyager. So we've oh, really is the, that we've we've gotten to the point where all these characters are so well known from the fan base and so well developed. That, like, I don't think you could have that asshole character anymore. Yeah, that's fair.
0: I agree 100%, Darius. At this point, you know, say what you will about Voyager, but Voyager kind of found its footing when it became a sitcom. Mm -hmm. And, like, all the the characters are always the same. Like, they're really hyper the same Mm -hmm. all the time. And they're really settled into their roles. And there's a kind of, like, you see how comfortable all the actors are being each other, being themselves. And it's really, like, it's nice and comfortable, as well as a viewer yeah but uh yeah nobody's gonna be
2: like an outright i think you i think the closest you get to it is paris because in the beginning of voyager paris is that dick and if this episode took place in the beginning of voyager then uh paris would have been that character that would have been like no you treat me like a person but he's an asshole outside the outside the holodeck but because it is towards the end now and he's married to Belana, and he's like a family man. Like he's still a little bit of a dick, and we see that when they like get into the fight and blow up against each other. But he's a better person now. He's a righteous like, <laughs> dick.
1: The the dick part comes out in the that one scene. His joke, his prank call, hollow book or hollow novel, where yeah. the doctor is sleazy. I love his golf club too, and he's like, oh, I've got a, a we, tea time or whatever, and it's the way it
0: pops into frame. <laughs> that was a great shot
1: (laughs) but I looked at the golf club and I was like how do you golf with that it's got like ridges all over it like what the fuck is that and it's like an erector set pole
2: no idea (laughs) And yeah, going back to uh, what Dylan brought up in that scene where he scans her, and it's just like he's waving his hand back and forth. He's not scanning her. <laughs> he's not, and it does such a good job of like playing that part of just a dick, just like it's yeah, so you're fine, bad. whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Or, or when she's like, oh, it hurts when I do this. And he's like, then don't do it.
1: <laughs> and then he like <laughs> he like slaps her on the shoulder, and she's like, dude, what the fuck?
0: <laughs> the fucking rules. Yeah, then don't do man. it. So good.
1: It's like a classic sports move. Like when he did that, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like I'm on like the football field or something. Like, oh, my shoulder hurts. Well, just get used to it, man. I got a tea time.
0: (laughs) Flicks is. Like, Jerry Ryan gets to play seven, which is not seven, but two of three as like way more essential and stuff, which I know is like way accentuated, but like it is kind of funny to see her do that, like to show a little bit of range. She just had to be that meld of data and uh to paul yeah paul series yeah but yeah she's like oh i just like hmm
2: <laughs> i know I, that's my very accurate and we quite see good. quite we good quite definitely get to see a few more voyager episodes where she is either in a dream sequence or on the holodeck or whatever and she's not a borg anymore and so we get to see her like acting range even more which is great but yeah in that scene she does get to like not be as stiff you know
0: you guys just want to go down to ca- categories? Yeah, let's like, let's yeah. 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 let's judge it. The harsh critic. Yeah, always harsh, right? Always well, okay. I'll start with a category that I think is pretty devoid here, romance.
1: Uh there's the weird um uh point where where Paris sends the doctor away. And then uh, she comes back and is like, "Why would you mm-hmm. do that?" And he, he, they're like trying to have sex. They're like making out or whatever. Like Marseille on is thing. Yeah, making yeah, he, out. Yeah, he's with got some his like crew member, his porny stash also or whatever. Feels,
2: it definitely also feels a little. It's bit not very like, romantic. Not yeah, romantic it's not very either because he's like playing. Um, totally.
1: Well, no, <laughs> totally but <playing>. she <laughs> was there with. It was like a, a consensual thing between the two yeah, of them. But it the was a joke, is, is,
2: and this is where this is where I don't think it was a consensual thing uh, exactly. Is uh the second person comes in at the end and says, I'm here for yeah, my that physical. Was weird. So what makes me what it makes me think is uh Lieutenant Marseille got there late and had what expected to send the doctor away and called these girls in for a physical so that like he could pretend to be the real I physical. don't know. It's, it's just disgusting. Yeah. Really no, creepy. I agree. Honestly that's, that's
0: totally the vibe of it, I is gotta, that they just pick the hottest crew members and schedule. It's fucking a, a weird. Session. I
1: gotta say as much as I love Star Trek, a lot of times they do this shit where they do these weird, like kind of gross things. And it's like, see, it's gross. And every time I watch them, I'm like, I don't, this isn't funny. Like, this is just yeah. weird. And like, here, you're playing here, it for a joke here, and it's just kind of weird.
0: I get it. Here's why it's funny to me. Uh, and it's because Bolana is the doctor at that point. Yeah. So yeah. she's like her. That's her husband. Marseille is like basically her husband. Yeah, that's true. Who's just like making out with with randos. Uh, these randos. <laughs> oh, which reminds me, by the way, when she first sees Marseille, she kind of like <laughs>
2: chuckles, cocks her head. <laughs> <laughs> she's
0: just like she's like snorts practically. <laughs> uh,
1: so romance. I'm gonna give it a a, a like. Zero. I'm just going to give it a goose egg. What?
0: No, let me, <laughs> let me, let me, let one last pitch for romance. Okay, okay. For a one. Okay. And it's that three of eight does try to liberate the doctor character.
2: Mm-hmm. this hmm That like, feels
1: more righteous to me and less romantic. And here's
2: the reason, here's the reason why it's slightly romantic is because And if you would have watched Voyager more, Dylan, you'd know this. The Doctor has a crush on Seven of Nine. And so the Doctor kind of made Seven of Nine the character that cares about him because he's got this crush on her. And so there is a little bit of romance involved in why he created that character. I don't even like
1: that, man. I I don't know. I'm (laughs) I'm in this mindset where I've been watching the last season of DS9 and in this last season, they start making people hook up all the time, and like making all the women just be like
0: hypersexual, falling
1: in love with like all the guys. And I'm just kind of like, all right, this is like a little much. So I'm a little critical of the 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 romance and right Dylan, now
0: you're you're on the record as being vehemently against people. Being in love no, or having no, no.
1: sex. Here's the thing. Love, I love romance episodes. There's a great DS9 romance episode with, with uh, what's his name? Uh,
0: we get
2: um, it. You like DS9, but we're talking about Voyager. <laughs> I'm, s- I'm
1: sorry. I'm just, I'm, wa-
0: I'm watching it a lot right now. All right. So Dylan gave it a zero. I'm going to it we a goose it. egg. Dylan given a romance a zero. Big
2: old goose egg. I'm going to give it a 0.5. A 0.5? Yeah. I'm
0: going to give it a two whoa whoa a two of five <laughs> giving it two tracks of five damn that's right i'm being real loosey-goosey with the right. points on this one uh, how about action um for, for me the standout is jenkins straight up murders somebody
1: <laughs> and for some reason when uh, they send harry kim to like put the the backpack on and get out of there. And he starts like running through the hallways, which is a very like action-y scene.
2: Can I just say Harry Kim is literally the worst. It just really shows Harry Kim being bad in the scene, in the scene because (laughs) seven of nines character, what is it like three of seven or three of eight or something like that, throws him a phaser and he goes running (laughs) away and then gives up without firing the phaser once. Like up. he runs gives into up. a...
1: He like runs Such a into movie.
2: <laughs> Just gives up. Doesn't fire the phaser. He has a phaser. There's two security officers coming after it's him. incredible. He could have easily fired the phaser at least twice. So there's yeah, some it's good like action. if you're playing
0: a video game and the, 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 a character gives your character a gun and you're just like, I'm just not going to use it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just not going to use it.
0: Not even going to try.
1: Uh. I, which which yeah.
0: you know, in this episode, this is not in the holodeck, but in this episode, Harry does get to talk to his mom. Which is a delightful thing. She's like, scene. so why haven't you had a promotion yet? And oh. I think that's a perfect example of why. <laughs> Kim is not perfect
2: example of why, but I think Harry Kim does a pretty good job in this episode explaining to his mom why he hasn't gotten a promotion. It's a small ship, and there's only so many command posts available. <laughs> <laughs> Paris
0: got demoted. And then re-promoted <laughs> before Kim got promoted. That's all I'll say about okay. that.
1: A- Action-wise, I'm going to give this one a three. I think it's exciting. you going to give it a three? It's got good, mo- good action moments.
2: Yeah, I'll give it a 3.5.
1: 3.5.
0: Yeah, I'll give, it a, I'll give it a solid three as well.
2: That patient's dead. <laughs> dead. Now you're
0: free to treat. <laughs> dead. That patient is dead. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how about suspense? I don't. I don't really feel a ton of suspense in the holodeck.
1: Yeah, not in the holodeck. Pretty straightforward.
2: The only suspense I could maybe make a like an argument for would be um, one at the very end. The suspense that ends the episode of like, are they going to rise up against? Mm. And then the other suspense is, and it, I don't, it's not very suspenseful. We know it's going to happen, but are they going to decompile? The doctor, or is something going to happen to save the doctor?
0: Yeah, like, is there a happy ending to this hollow novel? Yeah, yeah. answer is no,
2: no, yeah, there's not.
0: So, yeah, it's not super suspenseful for me. I'll give it a one, I'm gonna give it 0.5. One, the, the weird thing is, like, I love this episode, but right now we're at pretty low scores. I was
1: looking at our criteria and I was thinking maybe our criteria is off because we all really love this, ep- we all love the holodeck content, but it. It doesn't seem to be matching up with our
2: criteria, but we, we picked our criteria and we have to stick with it. But we have to do it. One hundred percent agree. Yeah. I mean, no, excuse me.
0: <clears throat> we have picked the perfect categories to rate every holiday <laughs> episode ever definitively. Even
2: though our feelings about the episode are imperfect, we know that the categories is, are yes. perfect.
1: This is a yeah, yeah. Uh, impartial, like totally spot on. Um,
0: uh, what about the stakes? I think they're pretty high, yeah. Because the they're doctors kill the doctor reputation
2: with his friends lies in the balance. So I think we like going back to what we just said uh, because of stakes. I think we like this episode because of all the stuff that happens outside of the holodeck and how that's the holodeck true. enhances everything that happens outside the holodeck. Because there's the suspense of whether or not the doctor going to be a person, but that's not in the holodeck. But you can't judge it. it really yeah. heavily relies on. What he wrote in the holodeck.
1: I think in the holodeck, this, the uh, stakes for me are whether or not he's going to get decommissioned. I think that really throughout the episode, throughout the holodeck content is, I think that is the story. The question is like, are they going to just obliterate him?
0: And they do plant those seeds all often. Yeah. Like, Jenkins is like, are you malfunctioning? Yeah.
2: Like mm-hmm. being real shitty. Yeah, and the stakes of like how are the people in the holodeck who are playing this gonna respond and feel about the holodeck, epis- like the holodeck no- holo novel. I'm gonna give it a, 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 a three. I'm gonna go with a two. Yeah, three point five. Okay, now we can get into the juicy bit. Juicy stuff. <laughs> Camp? Oh, this Camp's is a big, big. this is got this really is like campy a, stuff going almost on. Almost a five. This might the be the saving wrote grace. Wrote perfect. <laughs> Like the backpack hollow emitter is super campy. It's so over the top. Yeah. It's so big.
1: All of, I mean, all of the way that like the people on the ship act is super campy. It's like generic like bully, basically. It's like you walked into Mm -hmm. high school and somebody like saw a bully on TV once and was like, this is how everyone in high school is. And is like, hey, asshole, get out of the way. And like shoved him into the locker (laughs) and is like, (laughs) Like that's how everyone seems to act in this towards the doctor.
0: Yeah, the, it's like uh, uh, Belana is being called to the engineering uh, to to fix <laughs> stuff, and, and Tom's like, Get, hey, idiot, hey, idiot, you forgot your <laughs> hollow emitter, you fucking moron!" Yeah. And she's like, "What?" <laughs> you mean this thing yeah. this is ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're just you're lucky that we're even letting you out of our out of your cage yeah
1: it's like really fucked hologram. up and then when she gets to where she's going the person that she's talking to not even talking to her talking to somebody else is like you're such a dumb asshole what are you doing like get out of my way let me fix this
0: or whatever like
2: does it look like there's a
0: <laughs> photon leak or whatever yeah.
2: <laughs> did you fix this wrong and like push the like the not hola not doctor just regular yeah. crew member like dylan just said <laughs> out of the way and is like all things yeah, just an
1: asshole to everyone
2: <laughs> but that's balana i think that's definitely like a, a heightened version of balana <laughs> Totally a heightened version of Blana. She'd be like, "If you, I got to do it myself. Like, if someone can't do it, I that, think I gotta the do camp himself.
1: really shines in uh, Tom's uh, version of of this or Paris's version of of oh, yeah. the book with totally. the skeezy uh, doctor doctor uh, golf triplets. Doctor. Yeah,
2: totally. Can I also say, uh, camp also gets heightened at the very end with how all of the hologram doctors, the EMH Mark Ones, mine for things." Like, there's. <laughs> They've got little pickaxes. <laughs> the part where you see him, like, really close up to the wall with a tiny pickaxe, and he's, like, barely hitting the it's wall. Like, buddy, if you're going to get
0: dilithium out of that yeah. wall, <laughs> Jesus
1: it, it looks like. I they're, mean, maybe they're yeah. doing a
0: work slowdown.
1: Not a work strike, uh, a work slowdown. Yeah. We're only working with tiny pickaxes this week to show you that <laughs> you need our our labor.
0: <laughs> it's the most passive aggressive way to do it. <laughs> I also add that holograms, this is a sidebar here. Mm-hmm. Holograms probably take a lot of energy to run. Like holo, mm-hmm. uh, holodecks have their own reactors on starships. So, does it make yep. economic sense to have a bunch of EMHs mining probably for not. dilithium? Probably not. Probably
2: not. <laughs> Maybe that's why they have to go to diagnostics so often is they like run them at a lower like energy oh, level. Yeah. That's one of their big Dumb grievances mode. when they go
0: on strike.
1: They're like, their they're union organizers like, we demand full power whenever we're working. Like, <laughs> we're tired <laughs> of, of getting half volts. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: We can barely hold up these tiny people. Yeah. <laughs> i'm too tired to even be sassy (laughs) when it comes to camp i'm gonna give it a five yeah me too yeah yeah me too absolutely okay yeah okay we're back in yeah back it's competitor again it's a content a contender
1: i I knew camp was gonna be the saving grace are we are we on our
0: last are we on our
1: last
2: uh category we always finish we try to finish with dialogue because it's it's the best because camp and dialogue go along they're together so hand in hand and the dialogue in this is good it's pretty fantastic yeah
0: i i still i keep coming back to the perfect over the top like high school play dialogue like this is really going to make people think line which <laughs> yeah. is when Ch- not chakotay says i don't know who you think you are hologram but to me you're just another piece of technology <laughs> She's like this is really going to make people think
1: yeah you know the
2: doctor was like uh-huh. writing
1: that and it was like oh oh my god yes
2: holy shit <laughs> And there's the line there's the line, I can't remember exactly what it is, but Bellana's character is just like you're just a tool, just like this hypo or something like that. She's like, So get out of here before I do some modifications.
1: <laughs> it all it's all very high schooly shit. I think that what this is boiled down to is everyone's being a high school student. Like just all the time.
2: <laughs> Not to mention in Tom Paris's uh, part, where the lines we already talked about, just like, well, don't don't do it then. <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: we've done that scene basically end to end already, like twice in this because it's so good. <laughs> Such fun writing. Yeah, I mean that's a it's an easy five for me. I think we've we've been it's
2: over pretty easy it five for me it. too.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna give it a five as well. Triple five.
2: Okay. All right. Well, computer. Can you please compile all of our scores and give us a final score?
1: That'd be great. Calculating 2.94.
2: Hey, all right. Where does that ring? I can't believe again, it's, Where does that Again, it feels
0: so low because I yeah. loved this episode. Right. Uh, but it puts it at number four. Okay. Behind okay. Fistful of Datas and ahead of Manhunt. I think that, okay.
1: that's, about, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
2: It's just, it, well, I will say it's a great episode of Voyager. It's quite I good. I think going forward, going forward, we're going to get a lot of like ones in there. So like yeah. this, this It'll will, I think, and I'm going to say it, I'm probably, I hope I'm not wrong. I think this is going to be higher up on our, on our final list once we're finished with them all. Yeah. Even though it seems low right now.
0: And who knows, you know, we, we might, run out of holodeck episodes and have to revisit some yeah that's true this might be one that we revisit
2: we it's a great episode of voyager uh the holodeck may not be the best when it comes to our criteria
1: but what it adds to the episode is great
2: oh yeah and and that reminds me uh i think i want to
0: see if like would you recommend watching this episode
1: absolutely on its
0: own merits yeah totally absolutely
1: yeah, it's it's one of those good like all around I, the holodeck episodes to me are always the ones that I am always attracted to for some reason, because I think they they humanize everyone to where like you get you just get to see people interacting, whereas like some of the other stuff is very like maybe plot heavy or anything. But usually they lean on the holodeck to ask the human questions always because they're able to like go to different places and like put people in different situations and stuff which is... I think this does really well, this episode. Highly recommend.
2: Yeah. I think it also, like, if if nothing else, just the holodeck. If you're just watching the holodeck stuff, it's fun. Like, you get to see over-the-top characters. Like, you get to see campy dialogue. It's fun. So, yeah. yeah. Literally, I,
0: I, I laughed out loud many times. It's yeah, literally laugh-out-loud funny.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's pretty goofy. So, I would recommend it.
0: Hell yeah. Cool. So, yeah. Uh, so, what what are we gonna do next week? Yeah, Dylan, are we gonna do uh take me out to the holodeck from DS9? I think do
2: take me out to the holodeck.
0: Just so you guys know it's a take me out to the hollow suite. Hollow suite, sorry. To be clear. My bad, take me out to the hollow suite. It, it, it too is in the in the seventh season of its series, episode four.
1: Just so you guys know, I might make this a five all around. I might just be really biased and just give it fives <laughs> for everything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, there's no way a baseball game could score a five
1: um on action i totally you you don't know man you haven't seen um you know rom trip and fall you know that's <laughs> pretty,
0: pretty dylan's a big baseball fan yeah
1: well anyway um thanks for listening homeboys Homies.
0: Oh, yeah. Subscribe to
2: Trek to the Holodeck on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whatever you like to use. Yeah. Yeah, you can receive Trek to the Holodeck updates on Instagram, Twitter, and other subspace networks as we get them up and running.
1: The voice of the Trek to the Holodeck computer is provided by... Verona Blue. Uh,
0: intro and outro music is by the artist Bodyline. Their music's available on Bandcamp and it
2: rules. And just a legal disclaimer in there: Trek to the Holodeck is a fan podcast celebrating Star Trek. It has no affiliation with Viacom, CBS, or any other Star Trek rights holders. Yeah,
1: so back off.
2: And program.
0: Spent virtually every free hour in the Hollow Street.
1: And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the
0: holodeck's safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown
2: of the holodeck. All hall holo simulations have been terminated.